pulled the tail on that big parrot and he slid down the back of a dinosaur <laughs> and then he came right through the meeting room door <laughs> to hear the recording of Murph's Tavern. What would the Fred Flintstone version of JB Hi-Fi be? <laughs> That's Murphy for you. <laughs> I'm introducing his podcast and nope, pull the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Stomping your feet down the ground Much like the way Fred Flintstone would break his car <laughs> yeah. uh, Hey, hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern I am Massive Simpson Stork Murphy McLaughlin Every episode of this podcast We talk about a different episode of the TV show The Simpsons Specifically one from the first eight seasons With a couple of fellow fans This episode of Murph's Tavern It's right near the end of season eight It's the penultimate episode of season eight It is the Simpsons spin-off showcase. Uh, this is a three-part episode where we see uh, Chief Wiggum PI, uh, the Lovematic Grandpa, and the Simpsons Smile Time Variety Hour, hosted by Troy McClure. This week we have, you might have heard him a little bit before, it's Timothy Clark. Ahoy hoy, podcasterinos. <laughs> and I almost forgot what my thing was. <laughs> Roland Hoffman. Hi, I'm still trying to think of a JB Hi-Fi <laughs> Flintstones pun. It's yeah. You were like describe every segment yeah. in this intro, That's, Murphy. I'm just I trying to think of time. different words for yeah. rocks that rhyme with JB Hi or Fi. Would it be BC Hi-Fi? Oh, ah, god yeah. damn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they pay me the small bucks. <laughs> I knew you'd get it like really quick, yeah. so I was trying to get in. Uh, um, well, um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> this episode of The Simpsons. No, no, I want to do more. What if? The Flintstones had a GB high Good night, everybody. <laughs> um, the um, premise of this episode, uh, quite unique, especially, I think, for this time of The Simpsons. I mm. feel like the only time they did like a three-parter was Treehouse of Horror, really. This right. is, mm. um, and I feel like from interviews I've heard, like the um, the showrunners at the time, um, Bill Oakley, Josh Weinstein, they, they were convinced the series was going to end. Like it was, they were like, it's the days are like, the writing's on the wall. Let's just fuck around. And then... Uh, we're still gone 30 yeah. years later. Yeah. <laughs> right. Instead, they renewed it for another 22 years. It's like, uh, what does Troy McClure say then? It's like, so how do we keep it fresh after eight long years? I'm like, oh, Troy, man. <laughs> <laughs> we have an episode about Moe's dish rag coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah, kiss my dish rag. <laughs> well, if you did, you'd be kissing Jeremy Irons. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I know the Oscars are looking for a new host. <laughs> Murphy hosting Oscars. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> hey, I watch I watch films. I saw Barbie recently, and I also saw Licorice Pizza. So I'm a regular Siskel and Ebert. Okay, you did the Barbie Licorice Pizza double. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I did the double. Yeah, I saw Barbie twice. I'm a real ally. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having us on uh, one of my favorite episodes. I love this. Oh, great. Episode. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. I'm I a big TV nerd, so obviously it speaks a lot to me. Totally. Yeah. So let's talk. Like, uh, I better get my bloody notes out. Um, yeah. Yeah. For listeners at home, when Murphy was r- rattling off all the info at the start, it was impressive to see him just go into a fugue state and <laughs> <laughs> no notes, just read it off. Yeah. If you're trying to activate a Cold War. Age. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, all the like posters on the wall tr- that Troy yep. McClure walks past mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when he's doing his intro at the start, they all are actual spin-offs. Yep. You've got The Ropers, yep. which, which is, is a off. spin-off from... Three's company. Yeah, let's actually. Yeah, let's let's. I've Roland, you can join in too. I only know one of them. I'm pretty sure. I've okay. done no research, and I watched okay. this. I mean, I've seen it several times before, but I watched yeah. it. You know, 
Wednesday night when I was very sick <laughs> and was on some uh, painkillers. So let's see how I go. Okay. Laverne and Shirley. That's a spin happy, happy Days. Days. That's what I know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Rhoda. Uh, spin for Mary Tyler Moore Show. It is. And starring uh, someone close to The Simpsons. Um, was that... Uh, oh, it's uh, fucking Marge. It's yeah. uh, Julie Kavner. Julie Kavner. Yes. Yeah. So I think in that poster that Troy walks past, it's actually like a cartoon version of Julie Kavner. Yeah. Right. God damn. Yeah. It really uh, is a small world. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what are yeah. the chances? A Mary Tyler Moore of, of, uh, executive produced by James L. Brooks. Mm. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, Fish. Spinner for Barney Miller. Yeah. Which, what is Barney Miller? I don't think I know. Barney Miller, I've seen a couple of episodes. Uh, mm. It is just like a... A like three camera sitcom from the seventies about like a police station. Oh, okay, yeah. right. And then yeah. an Abe Vigoda of Godfather fame was in there as Detective Fish, and they spin him off as Fish. Ah, uh, right. Okay, gotcha. And Jefferson's spinoff of All in the Family. Yes, which had a heap of spinoffs. Yeah. All in the yeah. Family. One of them's weird though. One of them's Archie Bunker's place, which yeah. was actually sort of like just a continuation of the show. Yeah. But without a few. And then the Homer sits in the chair. <laughs> what? Homer sits in Archie Bunker's chair one oh, time, reading yeah. the Constitution. Constitution. <laughs> I'm still a little bit sick. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me to pronounce any word. Nah, can't do it. What was this spin-off from? <laughs> well. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Troy McClure says he's from fictional uh, spin-offs. After Mannix. Yeah, which is like after MASH, but yeah. for Mannix. Yeah, and Son of Sanford and Son. Right. Don't know what that one's from. <laughs> um, but that actually... So, Sanford and Son uh, was a US... Remake. Remake of Steptoe, Steptoe and, and Son. Yeah. You did it, Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that actually had three spin-offs I've got here, which were called Grady, Sanford Arms, and Sanford. Yeah. <laughs> You really could just make any fucking shit yeah. in the 80s, couldn't you? It is kind of yeah. not. Like, Ooh. I don't think until recently I realised just how many sitcoms and classic sitcoms from the 60s, 70s, 80s were spinoffs. Yeah. It's about that IP, man. Yeah. <laughs> Recognisable names. <laughs> Spin it off. Yeah. The Synergize. Sanford and Son Extended Universe is really <laughs> what we needed. Uh, no, because I was thinking about it now. Happy Days had a fair few as well. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, and Shirley, also Mork and Mindy, mm. Joni Loves Charchi. I feel like there was another one. There was animated Laverne and Shirley, yeah. animated Fonzie. Because Happy Days was a spinoff as well from Love American Style. Ah, yes, right. I read that recently. Mm. Yeah. yeah, pretty nuts. What is the most recent big spinoff? I'm thinking about that. I reckon Frasier probably. Oh, uh, Young Sheldon? Uh, I suppose. I got That'll blow your minds for you didn't think of it. Better Call Saul. Oh, uh, I was yeah. thinking of sitcoms, but yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure, the, sure. The also, Good Fight? Yeah, The Good Fight. Yeah, actually for... Think about it. There's actually a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the spin-off term isn't really used now. It's just like you said. With yeah, like it's part of the universe. Yeah, right. Like you don't bat your eyelid as much now. Yeah, like there's like Fear the Walking Dead or whatever. Yeah, Yellowstone, well. 1887. <laughs> I wonder what these ranches are getting up to. <laughs> um, but <laughs> don't know enough about Yellowstone. <laughs> I'm, I'm saving it for when I'm 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's like as soon You know when you turn 100 You get a letter from the Queen As soon as you turn 50 You get a letter from the producers Of Yellowstone Saying <laughs> Time to watch this show All streaming on Stan <laughs> The Yellowverse <laughs> Not Yellow Jackets That's Paramount <laughs> But yes yeah, So let's get Let's get into the Spin-offs that are in this episode mm. um, Wiggum P.I. Mm. So many good jokes in this I feel like Tim You in particular For those listening Don't know Tim Part of the comedy troupe Chimp Cop 
which has done a lot of cop show parodies. Mm, yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of the jokes in this, you would be like, ah, wish we did that for Chim Cop. Yeah, sort of absolutely. <laughs> Calling card in the skull. Yeah. 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 Love it. That's very Love good. It. Yeah. It is hard to wrangle a live alligator though. So I'm not sure if <laughs> you're able, able, able to pull but it. But enough about Adam Knox. Let's get back to the podcast. <laughs> um, and just with Skinner's not knowing anything about <laughs> New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't lived here for 40 years, but yeah. word on the street is. <laughs> Not really a party town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this uh, segment has a uh, great line and um, one of my wife's favorite lines in The Simpsons. Look, Big Daddy, it's regular daddy. <laughs> very good. Love Big Daddy. Good. Great character. Yeah. Uh, you, do you know whose voice is Big Daddy, Tim? Yes. I, I did some research into this. It was some country singer from the TV show Hee Haw. I didn't know he was a country singer, but I knew that he was very big. Like back in the day, if you needed like a southern person, mm. you got this guy. I also did a research, but I forgot all of it because it was like <laughs> a week ago. I know it starts with a G, yeah? It is. Uh, yep. Um, yes. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, That's all Murphy has in his notes as well. It starts with a G. <laughs> Gallard Sartain. There we go. All right. Good for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Um, and apparently the character, his appearance anyway, is based on Dr. John, the musician Dr. John. Yes, I thought it looked like a Dr. John and I thought maybe that's who they got and then I saw it wasn't Dr. John. Because Dr. John's like a, uh, like a 60s, 70s uh, Bayou singer. But if Down you- in the Big Easy. <laughs> Norlands, that is. <laughs> the Windy City. And so forth. <laughs> um, I also like the voice acting in this episode. Like, there's a few, like, really good moments where it's sort of like you can tell they kind of maybe recorded in the same room. Like, yeah. where, like, Skinner's, like, from massive corruption. He's like, from massive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That was great. And even the end where they're, like, laughing. And he's like, better start in, kid. Yeah. Like, start in. <laughs> like, I didn't mean it that yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a similar bit actually we, we'll get more into Love Matter Grandpa later but when this is this is all just going to be us reciting <laughs> the hits yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's all you want in a podcast yeah. <laughs> but and the, three yeah. white guys in their 30s <laughs> quoting the Simpsons <laughs> yeah yeah um, but yeah a bunch of like jokes that went over my head as a kid mm. but even like stuff I didn't pick up doing the rewatch which wasn't until doing the research I was mm. like oh fuck um, I never picked up that when Wiggum kicks the guy off the boat and says, Police business! Uh, is a police officer. Yeah. yeah. That's why, like, that's once that swept to me uh, last night. I watched it last night um, as well. It was just like, that's actually really funny. It's like, click, yeah. kicks a police officer off to say, It's kind of double out because one, he's, Wiggum isn't a cop. Yeah. <laughs> and two, yeah, it's a cop that he kicks off the boat. Did you yeah. notice that, Tim? I didn't. Yeah. Hey, there you go. You might know all your spin offs, mm. but you don't know your cops on yeah. boats. No, you're right. Uh, my uh, favorite joke in the episode is actually in the first 60 seconds. Yeah. And it's one that I didn't really, like, kind of really went over my head, but I just didn't really pay attention to as growing up. But it was just as Troy McClure was walking down the hallway, he starts his intro and goes to keep walking. There's just a wall there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I he love stops. The wall, and he stops, stares at it, and just starts walking back the other way. <laughs> it's so, like, such a good, solid joke and so well animated. I yeah. laugh my ass off at it. <laughs> it's very good. Every time they cut back to Troy, oh, it's great. He's looking down Charlie's yeah. Angels uh, shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's very funny. He's talking to yeah. the professor of yeah. television. Gets up and walked away. Yeah. God, rem- it's all good. Yeah. Reminding me of something you like, McCall's program when he's yeah. like, <laughs> when he just walks up. Yeah. Do you know who the chef in the restaurant is based on? The guy that was I guarantee Chef Boyardee. It's like some. Well, it says here he resembles Paul well. Prudhomme. Okay. Paul Prudhomme. Now who is that? Paul Prudhomme. Oh, I've heard that name before. And- 
in reference to things in, in other places. Tell me, where is he from, Murphy? Uh, that's all I got. You got it? <laughs> all right. It doesn't start with G. Yeah. That's all you care about. <laughs> that, that Wikipedia name did not have a link to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess we should say the segment in general is a parody of stuff like Miami Vice, mm-hmm. Magnum P.I., Starsky and Hutch. I not. actually have, like, in the last couple of months, watched a couple of episodes of Miami Vice. Right. Yeah. Just because I, I rewatched the movie, which I love. And I thought, fuck, I'm going to check out the original series. It's completely different. Yeah, yeah. the it's movie all... is like a gritty reboot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I still love it. But the 80s yeah. one is, yeah, you can't. Yeah, I was raised in a different era of te- television. So looking back, I was just like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. This is, this is interesting. They're doing a lot more you know, flashy camera movements that I'm guessing would have been commonplace at the time. It's really good. Do you, are there any like current equivalents of those types of shows really silly but kind of played straight but at the same time not played straight enough that it's laughable i mean things like we discussed like i think yellowstone from what i've heard is kind of laughable if you take things out of context yeah yeah right same things with i mean probably harrison ford's on a speedboat (laughs) yeah probably is harrison ford in yellowstone he's in the spin-off so it would be a speed horse (laughs) (laughs) i think there's a lot of um Shows that I haven't watched but have appear from the outside to have that kind of vibe, yeah. like Psych, I think. Oh, it was oh, like yeah, a right. kind of detective thing. I think it might even be set somewhere exotic ish. Mm. Um, and there's that other one that's about, uh, I don't know, Robert Patrick's in it, but a, in a supporting role. But it's just like a guy who's like cyber people, I think. I don't know. But that seems to have a similar kind of vibe. Oh, they also. Scorpion? Yeah, Scorpion. <laughs> um, Scorpion lasted one season and it was from like 2012. Really? No, yeah. I, reckon, I reckon it went for a while. No, Scorpion? Really? I oh, just not what I'm thinking I of. feel like Tim knows yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'm not going to question the master. <laughs> but uh, yeah, also. Robert Patrick's in Mayan's MC, yeah. the Sons of Anarchy spin off. <laughs> yeah. Bringing it back to spin offs. Thank you, Tim. Um, and then also, not spin off, but reboot. My, uh, they rebooted MacGyver, which I've probably has the same kind right. of thing. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Is this, I um, watched uh, Mitch McTaggart, who's been on this pod a few times. Uh, he Host you, of Backside of TV? Yes, yeah. well, on the most recent season of Backside of TV, which, Tim, you're in. With you. Yes. Yeah, well, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you play a guy getting robbed and I play the guy that robs you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. were really waving around that fake gun on set. <laughs> <laughs> it was dangerous. Wait, I was told it was real. What the <laughs> fuck? That was the only reason I did it. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but Mitch makes a point of like, there, he showed clips from this bizarre show from the 80s about a shark. Like the police, there's like special shark force, and it seemed really reli- <laughs> <Fuck yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And like it ends with like a helicopter blowing up, mm. and like, but it's crazy. But they kind of like it has this vibe of like, yeah, we know what we're doing is dumb. Yeah. Who yeah. gives a fuck? But then he compared it to a show that was made a couple of years ago, like legitimately about this special oh, shark that's right, force, Bite Club, Bite Club, where oh, they yeah. go around and people have like bite. And it, the premise sounds fucking ridiculous, but it's played straight. Yeah. So he was like comparing the difference between the two where it's like, I feel like there's more of that now where things are played more yeah. straight, even if the premise is silly. Yeah, there is a lot of, you don't realise why people enjoy this, do you? They're like, yeah, yeah we're going to do this properly. We're like, a, like people who keep making gritty reboots of Batman. I'm just like, yeah, Batman's supposed to be at least a little bit fun. Yeah, like, totally. But anyway, yes, uh, some good quotes were um, when Wiggum describes Ralph as um, between eight and ten thinning hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, the stolen mansion. He's oh, yeah. like, 
he's like, I wonder what the rent would be on that. And he's like, yeah. no <laughs> rent, stolved. So he comes in his governor's house. Yeah. It's been missing for eight months. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always, I love it as a kid. I always get a kick out of him slowly turning around <laughs> after he's been chasing yeah. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just throwing Ralph at them and rolling yeah. out the window. Uh, I would watch, yeah. I would, because uh, I think at this time, I did some partial research. They were looking at spin-offs for The Simpsons. Because Simpsons, in itself, a spin-off. Mm, Probably yeah. the most successful spin-off of all time. 100%. Yeah. Um, after, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of... Uh, Joey? After How I Met Your Father. <laughs> yeah. Literally uh, just cancelled today. Oh, was oh it? Yeah. there you go. Oh, damn. You've time-stamped this podcast now, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Maker. Uh, They're dead. Yeah. Um, um, also, I'd, like, I hate... I hate being this guy. I really do. But I did just look it up. Scorpion went for four seasons. Oh, <laughs> Scorpion went for four seasons? Yeah. Timothy Clark. I was like, God I could have damn. sworn it went for longer than that because I kept seeing promos for it. <laughs> Years after I yeah. saw the first one, I was like, they can't be showing those that do same know what? I think I'm yet. thinking of Rubicon. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. So. I think that one went for one season. Yeah. I got to watch the Scorpion show. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> um, I would watch uh, Wigan P.I. if they had actually oh, spun yeah. it off. Absolutely. Well, what I love about, uh, like, something that I really love is just the uh, randomness of casting Principal Skinner in that supporting <laughs> yeah, role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, like, I was trying to think, it was like outside of, like, the B Sharps episode, there's really no common link between those two characters. <laughs> yeah. And then he just follows him all the way to New Orleans for no reason. Yeah. I love, yeah, I've written that down. That's one of my favorite things about this episode is you've got these unique pairings, yeah. like Wiggum and Skinner, and then later Mo and Grandpa. Mo and Grandpa, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's great. I was great opportunity to have these characters interact and it's uh, i was planning to get to this later but it kind of links when you did say tim that they were looking to do simpson spin-offs mm. um they wanted to do one uh which was basically 22 short films about springfield mm. but as a series so each episode would be like three-parter and like different random characters and that would have fit like if they had have actually done that, then like yeah, having the occasional Wigan PI would yeah. have been like perfect. Mm. Or having those pair ups of characters yeah. that you otherwise couldn't really like really yeah, you could do like the, like a recurring segment like that of yeah. Wigan yeah. PI every few episodes. Like it's almost like an Animaniacs type I was thing. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Animaniacs. Had, they had the pink in the brain and the cat lady and the fucking pigeons. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm dying. Uh, good feathers. Good feathers. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Good Feathers, Slappy, Slappy Squirrel. I think Slappy that's Squirrel. what it was called. I was um, thinking of Dexter's Lab as well. Good Idea, Bad Idea. That was another one. Uh, yeah. Oh, Animax, yeah. Animaniacs was great. Which so good. had a spin-off, which was... Tiny Toon Adventures? No. No, Pinky in the Brain. Pinky in the Brain. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Which then had a spin-off. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. Let's get him some... Like, <laughs> let's hook Tim up to morphine <laughs> or something. He, he I wouldn't say no to that. <laughs> <laughs> good podcasting. <laughs> Um, yeah, can you tell me what the spin-off to Pinky in the Brain was? Pinky, L, Myra and the Brain. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Roland. But that um, was another character from um, Animaniacs as well, Elmira, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, Elmira was on... Uh, <laughs> For a scorpion now, this. I've lost, <laughs> I've lost my mojo. Elmira <laughs> was on um, the one you mentioned before, Tiny, Tiny Toons. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. she was sort of like Alma Fudd's protege. Oh, okay. I think. Katie Kaboom, that was another one. Ah. Love it. Oh, Chicken Boo. How do we forget Chicken Boo? Uh, sorry, <laughs> I forget. This isn't an Animaniacs podcast. Let's go back to the episode. I had a few Animaniacs comics when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. And they had a um, whole edition about, oh, Hello, Nurse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, even that, like. That's the one you kept under the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cover's more beat up than this book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's like the start of the. Thi- I don't, actually, I don't think it was part of the. 
podcast. I can't remember if it was before we started recording or not, but I was like, good night, everybody. That's the thing that I, I do a lot, and it's from Animaniacs. Oh, right. Every yeah, time yeah, they do a risque, yeah. jo- uh, risque joke, uh, yeah. Yako is like, good night, everybody. It is bizarre, like, the amount of, like, like watching Looney Tunes as kids and watching Animaniacs. They parodied so many things in those cartoons from, yeah. like... Hmm. 50s yeah. stuff 40s stuff <laughs> yeah, it's like, so weird that like, you like, go back as an adult and watch like an old film and you're like oh that's where that reference is from yeah 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 I watched yeah. Uh, last year I watched every Oscar winning film in order yeah. and like um, the the best picture win of 1929 has a character who's like it's time for time for time for time for the first meal of the day oh wow yeah I mean I'm pretty sure I mean classic Taz yeah there's an episode of The Simpsons where Roger Myers basically goes on a rant and says all animated characters are ripoffs, yeah. mm. and it essentially is like all. Especially, I feel like um, Hanna Barbera did it a lot. Like mm. all those, like Yogi Bear is mm. a parody of a baseballer called Yogi something. Yogi Bearer. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, all of them are like just parodies of. Foghorn like- Leghorn was just like a basically the exact same voice of some big radio star of the 40s and 50s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said he's a big radio star of the 40s and 50s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's weird because like I remember Animaniacs had things like... God, they we go are back- fucking old. <laughs> God, we're over the hill. Uh, Just bring in the euthanasia machines <laughs> and get it over with. Bring in the euthanasia machine. It's been requested in meeting room three. Uh, <laughs> it's down. Oh, like the McFlurry machine. Oh. <laughs> Uh, always on weekends as well. Uh, uh, they just don't want to clean the euthanasia <laughs> machine. <laughs> it's so easy to clean. It's a gun. It's so easy to clean. Um, uh, like because I go back and uh, meet historical figures, and it'd always be like, yeah. "Hey, here's Plato," but it's like Richard Lewis uh, yeah, parody yeah, yeah, of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, hysteria. Yeah. 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 Um, totally. Kids are gonna fucking love this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. It's like I don't really know. I know that guy from. Uh, well, Robin Hood many times. Yeah. Well, I always <laughs> these kids love accidentally in love, which I think is the name of his sitcom with, with Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis. Curtis. Yeah. Well, this does kind of link. We're not segueing too much because this kind of does link to this whole fucking episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. Because Love Matter Grandpa is parodying yeah. those sixty sitcoms. Mm. So, uh, like, um, I Dream of Jeannie, Bewitched, My Mother the Car. Yeah. Um, Mr. Ed, to a degree. Yeah. As a kid. They did show those sitcoms a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. kind of bizarre how often they showed... I guess it was cheap. But oh, yeah. Because I remember <laughs> like there'd be like reruns of Mr. Ed yeah. on it like, mm. in the afternoon after school. Yeah. yeah. Hey, TV One can only show Rambo 2 so many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I feel like this segment I did get as a kid. Yeah. Like, whereas Simpsons... Smile Time Variety. I remember watching this yeah. as a kid, not quite getting it. Mm. Not really understanding this is deliberately lame. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to. Uh, I'm trying to be a love little. Love Grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love it's such a spot on parody of those types of sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Right down to like the reveals where uh, he he wheels in the yeah. Love Grandpa with a tux. Yeah. That's honestly something you could still see on a can. Not that there's many of them, but on yeah. a can laughter sitcom these days, mm. you would see something like but that. But like that tacky, like. F- uh, scene transition like the little <laughs> flip of the screen yeah, where it yeah, goes yeah. to him yeah yeah we covered in. with the snails yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i also like the um where they choose to have the laughter because there's a bit where he's just like oh why can't i die and <laughs> yeah. then it just cuts to the next scene <laughs> implying that the audience yeah. just did not laugh at yeah <laughs> because like those uh, kind of four camera setup sitcoms were still 
the norm back yeah. in 97. Yeah. I think at this point, yeah, they um, were getting much more mainstream, like Frasier, Seinfeld, Friends, yeah. Yeah. Suddenly Susan, yeah. Veronica's Closet, Caroline uh, in the City. <laughs> We've already deviated on Animaniacs. <laughs> Let's not do this because we'll is be here. It. Hey, listeners, I also want to just shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> I often the do. single guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just name sitcoms for the 90s. <laughs> That's what people day. are tuning in for. I often... Do Anything Bro- but love. That's what it was called. Oh, Anything right. but love. Yeah. Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> I often do find it's nuts that the origin of the sitcom, like basically when they, maybe not the origin, but when sitcoms are really popular, yeah. they were very surreal concepts. Whereas now, sitcom... People are on their honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I feel like it shifted like you were this saying. This caveman is working at a quarry. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you know, as you were saying, like... It, yeah. 90s, you had Seinfeld and Frasier and stuff. Mm. Like, there mm. weren't crazy, surreal yeah. premises yeah. But like that Mr. had to Ed. be explained in an animated intro. Yeah. Like, it's funny it went the other way. Like, yeah, it's like that's where <laughs> sitcoms started. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, I suppose, like, you, uh, I Love Lucy is often regarded as like, yeah, the first sitcom, yeah. I guess. I feel but, like, like very 60s, early right? days. They went, they, they went surreal early on. Yeah. Like, I Dream of Genie, Bewitched, that kind of thing. It's like they all were like, all right, we're out of ideas yeah. when they'd only just started. Yeah. And they were let's just go crazy. Yeah. I guess maybe it was like... They <laughs> By the 90s, it was just like, what if some people hung out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what if they were friends? <laughs> uh, also, I remember this is the first way I found out about the runs from the segment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'd already had it. <laughs> but that term, the runs, yeah. I remember, about, uh, I think I was asking my dad. He's like, it's when you got a poo a lot. It's all... Runny. I was like, ah. <laughs> oh. I thought the running part came from the fact you had to like run to the bathroom heaps. What? I thought it was like uh, your asshole is like a running tap. I thought like there was like I got it, I got the runs, so I have to keep running to the bathroom. I thought that's where it was from. Uh, mm, no, I, I think I, it's I, yeah. yeah, I think it's Tim's one. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it's well, not I, Tim's one. <laughs> 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 it was. Yeah, sorry, I'm just updating Wikipedia now. <laughs> 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 Why called <laughs> the runs bracket Timothy's version? <laughs> <laughs> Origin of the runs. The vulgar English term could simply be a translation of the more clinical Greek derived diarrhea. Oh, hang on. Now it's <laughs> doing something weird. <laughs> it's, it's, I wasn't expecting Greek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I did like when, because uh, Murphy had, Murphy's looking up something on the internet and uh, it's about the history of the word, the runs, and it had three dots showing that it was loading, but those three dots were brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll find out and put it on the socials, guys. <laughs> Bit of a tease there. People, yeah, people who don't uh, listen to the episode, but see that show up they're like I've got to listen to this episode now <laughs> need to know why that's up there um, <laughs> it's just the Greek translation of the runs and just like I guess Tim was right <laughs> uh, right, let's, let's move on to the Simpsons family t- smile time variety out yeah. so oh, just so one more on yeah. a, I loved um, uh, Homer's cameo <laughs> yes and we, he got like the classic kind of uh, applause break intro yeah intro with the greetings <laughs> so good. that was fantastic yeah I li- and now we can kind of adjust his colour a little yeah. bit yeah yeah <laughs> the Simpson family smile time variety our re- real off uh, what, do, what do you guys would say this is parodying so this one I this is parodying the, the Brady Bunch hour yes where they couldn't get uh, whoever played Marsha mm-hmm. Maureen McCur- Maureen was it Marsha I thought it was Jan oh, oh. it was Marsha uh, was it Marsha or Jan it was Jan yeah. Timmy Fuck. boy Tim Jesus. Tim Tim <laughs> 
Um, yeah, uh, recasting with Jan Brady, which I did some research for this. Apparently, it's not as... Apparently, she didn't flat out say, like, fuck off, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I think she was more just to be like, I really don't think I can commit to, yeah, like, right. that because I wanted them to sign a contract for, like, three years or something. She was oh, like, wow. eh, I don't know about that. And yeah. she was like, I can do, like, five episodes. And they're like, nah, it's all or nothing. And she went, yeah. oh, I can't do it. Yeah. So, it's more fun to say yeah. she was, like, outright opposed. And mm. she's probably more, like, makes her seem more logical. Yeah. If that was her, uh, <laughs> maybe now she's like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I, uh, I yeah. saw what they wanted me to do. I was like, fuck off. Yeah. Um, because if you haven't seen it or seen clips of it, even know about it, like, it is... The premise is the family play themselves mm. in like a big cheesy late seventies variety hour type of deal. Mm. Which I, yeah. I, I've seen like a big video essay on like the history of the Brady Bunch on YouTube. Yeah. Hey, we all need to watch something while we're eating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, this this was a real thing when Brady Bunch wrapped up. It was like, well, it's just have you play yourselves but also playing the characters yeah as just like oh we're we're the Brady's and we've been given a TV show let's put on sketches and musical performances blah 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 it's like the sun in share thing and uh, laugh in all popular at the time well yeah so also parody in this all, is yeah, yeah. laugh in yeah. like, particularly the sketches like with mm. Sea Captain and yeah. Hans Molman and stuff mm. do you guys know uh, they brought back the Brady's in the 80s as a soap opera Really? Yeah. Oh, real. Like, no live track, just a dr- dramatic series starring the Bradys. Same actors? Uh, I think, like, half-half. Same parents. Right. Robert Reed and uh, whoever played the mum. Can't remember her name. Okay. Uh, and then, Florence like, Henderson? Florence Henderson. Yeah. There you go. Um, and, yeah, I think, like, three of the kids came back and three of them were recast. But now they're, like, in their 40s. Yeah. And one of them deals with, like, drink driving and alcoholism. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um. Because I don't think... I always knew about, mainly from this episode, knew about the Brady Bunch variety hour, but I kind of assumed it wasn't really questioned. Like, they kind of just were playing themselves, but it wasn't really referred to. But no, I they're actually like sketches in it where it like cuts to them in their house. Like, it's oh, like, right. this is what we got up to during the week. Or like, like, Barbie, would you put that dog down? Not put that dog down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought we'd stop talking about the soap opera part. I think that's, I thought that was King of the Hill for a second there. <laughs> Barbie? actually <laughs> a really good um, thank you. That is the first time I've done it. And you know I, I shocked myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby, <laughs> put that dog down. <laughs> I've lost it. Yeah, no, but like the, the Bobby was great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> uh, anyway, they say, uh, Bobby, we just stop with the magic tricks. And then they like would turn to camera like, he's been at this all week. Take a look. And then it cuts to them, like a pre recorded thing of yeah. them in the house. And it's. um. And they have this landlord now played by Rip Taylor. Oh, yeah. Who's got like this big mustache and he always throws glitter. Like, Is that a good summary yeah, of him? That's, yeah, that's yeah. Rip Taylor. So yeah. he plays Alice. He was like a, like a... I don't know what he would have been famous at that time. Not an actor, just like a TV personality. Yeah, right. Often see him on panel shows. Right, yeah. I imagine he would pop Hollywood up in Square. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he played their landlord and Alice's boyfriend. So they got rid of Sam the Butcher and he was the new boyfriend. And so he would pop in not only in the pre-record sketches, but when they're all dancing, him and like Alice would do a duet and stuff. Yeah. You can really just put any fucking shit on TV <laughs> in the 70s and just call it a day. Uh, not like now. How long did it run for? Cause I, I think know. it was a season. 
I think. Let's yeah. not ask Tim either. Yeah. Wembley, you know? <laughs> well, that's yeah, just I, mean. <laughs> I think it was about a season or yeah, so. Because right. there's more I had in my head. It was like, surely it was like cancer off like a couple. But on yeah. there's quite a few episodes on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Uh, but yes. It only lasted a quarter Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I uh, all the laughing stuff. Yeah. So like when they're just like going... Cutting to the different song parodies as well, and it's got Smithers going like a yeah. <laughs> I remember as a kid just being like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> I was yeah, so was confused, like just thinking, "Okay, they're doing really lame jokes," and I didn't really get the Lisa thing either. Yeah, <laughs> like obviously didn't get the Brady Bunch reference or. Yeah. Um, are you a big like, Tim Conway fan? Oh, <laughs> those bits, I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so Tim Conway, yeah. um, he um, was, I think, a staple of those types of shows. I think mm. I read Carol Burnett. He was in the Carol Burnett show. Yeah. Yep. So, like, Did a lot of movies with Don Knotts. Right, yeah. I think that was sort of like even a double act for mm. a bit, maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, I've read the Don Knotts Wikipedia page a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so... I feel like, yeah, uh, the sitcom parodies as kids you could get behind. But this stuff was just a bit too niche. Yeah. yeah. Like... A bit too much of a genre that only... A real flash in the pan that wasn't... Yeah. Well, I think particularly for Australian audiences. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel like a lot now, of... Now, if they were referencing the Don Lane show... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm there. <laughs> Auntie Jack. Yeah. If they have a if any kind of wheel segment, I'm there. <laughs> Yeah, it is interesting that there's a lot of American culture. Homer, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Michael Jackson is not that popular now. <laughs> oh, I <get> yeah. <laughs> Well, when you post a clip of that uh, particular Jackson Jive to the, to the uh, podcast uh, socials, that's uh, going to really bring in the listeners, I think. <laughs> Tim was right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. in 2009, the Jackson yeah. Jive. God, who was so? Uh, I was listening to um, shout out to Twenty Five Days with uh, Peter Jones mm-hmm. and uh, and Luca Mala. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, were talking about how uh, Chris Lilly's shows, yeah. Yeah. like how everyone now is like, oh yeah, black like Chris Lilly, oh no good, yeah, yeah. blackface. It was like. When that aired 10 years ago, you weren't saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was no... Yeah, well, I remember, like, the, the first one that I saw, uh, We Can Be Heroes, yeah. had that, uh, the Asian character yeah. who is, yeah, uh, doing an indigenous story. <laughs> Ricky like, Wong. This is, yeah. Uh, at the time, I was, like, kind of went over my, like, I didn't really register how offensive that was. Well, you like, rewatch it, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he did it on the Logies with Kathy Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Like she joined in. God, yeah. folks, if you can hear this, <laughs> if this is not just trapped on Murphy's computer for the rest of time, please look up, look up that at the the Logies, Kathy Freeman and uh, Ricky Wong. It's yeah, freaking bizarre. It's so crazy yeah. how like yeah, Chris Lee had a lot of people in that kind of thing of going, "Is this racist?" <laughs> and then like instead of kind of keeping people on that precipice, he kind of did his next thing and was like, "Yes, yeah, yeah." <laughs> Instead of like uh, any kind of ambiguity, he was just like, actually, it can be so much worse than yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. No, he just triples down. And some people still try to defend it. They're just like, you know, like it's, uh, it's social commentary. And then like he's in the background, knuckle deep in shoe polish, being like, nah, I'm fucked. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, Fuck you, society. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the outro is amazing as well. When t- uh, I was about to say, Tim, when Troy is going through um, the potential upcoming plots, which... Yeah, as we've said on the pod, uh, I believe a few of them ended up being very close mm, to actual yeah. plots they've done. The whole wedding after wedding after yeah. wedding. Who oh boy? Who's Salma's married? Salma is since married. Disco Stu, <laughs> Disco Stu, Fat Tony, uh, and Grandpa. 
<laughs> so, and yes, do you know what the Osmodia is referencing? Flintstones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I think I didn't realize, like, watching, I thought they were just like being like, oh, yeah, what's something ridiculous? Homer yeah. having a little green guy that speaks to him. But no, oh, that yeah, is actually. It looks thing. like someone hasn't seen Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I haven't. Is he? Is that character yeah, in there? They bring oh, him, right. they bring him in for that one. What's his yeah. name again? The real one? Uh. uh it's not too dissimilar yeah, to Yeah, Osmodia. it's very similar. Uh, <laughs> Alan Cumming plays him in Viva Rock Vegas. Oh, I've got to watch that now. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's not bad. Viva Rock Vegas? Nah. <laughs> I feel like actually... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I told you, I'm a film connoisseur now. No, no. <laughs> um, this is, by the way, this is the second time in one year I've talked about Viva Rock Vegas on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alan Cumming plays a character called. I can see. Hey, Wayne we're bringing it back to the Flintstones. I just realised. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Wayne Newton playing himself in Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> uh, oh man, this is what podcasting's all about. Oh, Taylor Negron. Maybe he was. I'm, re- I'm looking over your shoulder here. <laughs> Maybe he was uncredited because the character's not coming up. Well, that's a real. I shame. just googled Flintstones alien, but my internet's taking ages, so. Uh, anyway, Viva Rock Vegas. It's not as good as the Flintstones 1994, which is great. It's but it's a, still pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. You're still watching like a bunch of big sets and weird costumes. It's fun. Grow up. The Great Gazoo. Oh, great the Great Gazoo. Yeah, we go. We Fuck. got there. <laughs> God damn it. That doesn't really sound anything like Osmodia. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> um, I think it's just it's such a unique, specific name, Osmodia. Yeah. You kind of assume yeah. it must be... Parodying, like yeah. Um, let's you. Let's talk a bit more about spin-offs. All right, proposed mm. spin-offs of The Simpsons. All right, proposed which spin-offs. is what when I pitched this um, to Roland, I said, um, "Yeah, we're recording this weekend. We're going to be doing the Simpsons spin-off showcase." Roland interpreted that as, "Okay, we're going to be talking about spin-offs of The Simpsons, <laughs> not questioning." Didn't that even they click that there are no spin-offs yeah. <laughs> of The Simpsons, but yeah, short um, episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, there have been a few proposed ones. The closest one that came to getting anywhere was actually a spin-off of. Actually, let you guys guess which character do you think it was that Matt Groening really wanted to do a I spin-off? I think of? I know. Yeah, I'm going to guess Krusty. Yeah, Krusty. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. Yes, mm. it was Krusty. So um, Matt Groening had the solving I- crimes in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd watch it. Matt Groening uh, wanted uh, an animated series uh, spin-off of Krusty. Have him, um, yeah, living in New York or like by himself. Gave the assignment to Mike, Reese, and Al Jean, who are running the show for season three and four. Mm-hmm. And they like wrote a pilot and everything. Uh, I've got a quote here um, from Mike Reese. He said, Al and I worked out this whole spin-off show where Krusty moved to New York. He's a divorced dad and he works for a Ted Turner type. Um, so, what does that sound similar to? It sounds very similar to The Critic. Yes. <laughs> so, Matt ended up saying, no, actually, I've changed my mind. I want it to be real life. And it's about Krusty doing reality show and Dan Castellanata is in the Krusty makeup and he we send him out on like a tuna boat and he or he like is in a hospital helping deliver a baby and all this <laughs> And they were like, Murphy, why are you bleeding from the nose? <laughs> you stopped reading from your notes a while back. <laughs> uh, that's some stuff I commit to my brain. <laughs> Not my wife's middle name, but that shit I know. Um, it's kazoo. <laughs> No, but uh, they should make like a Studio 60 with Krusty. <laughs> I'd watch that. That'd be great. Well, so they ended up being like, oh, okay. So they ended up just reworking that to be the critic. The crit- mm-hmm. right. um, but then Matt Groening changed his mind again and then still wanted a real life Krusty show, but wanted it 
funny you say, Tim, about like the behind the scenes Thanks. of him um, working on like a Tonight Show. So, um, so like a Larry Sanders kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So apparently the premise is it opens with Krusty being like, and is this live action still? They're yeah, this is live action. Yeah. So he's blamed for an accidental death during a mall opening in Springfield. So he's driven out of town, um, has a spot on a late night talk show where his spot in particular um, goes very well. So he becomes the new host. Uh, it was apparently quite surreal, the premise. And um, yeah, they decided the budget would be too high. So this bit is insane. This is a quote from Matt Groening. I wrote a pilot script in which Krusty moves to LA, gets his own talk show. We had a running joke where Krusty was living in a house on stilts and there were beavers gnawing their way through the stilts. But somebody at the network pointed out how expensive it was to hire trained beavers. And an equally prohibitive cost would be to get mechanical beavers. So I said, if we animated this, we wouldn't be having this discussion. Um, He tried to adjust it to be an animated show, but contract negotiations fell apart. And yeah, there you go. But that sounds amazing. (laughs) That sounds great. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Sounds like 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah, kind of like yeah. a surreal take on the behind the scenes. Also, just say the beavers are attacking. Don't show yeah, the beavers. You show, yeah, you have to show it. Just like show, show don't uh, tell, yeah. don't show. Yeah, <laughs> you can show the stilts like slowly being eaten away, yeah. like over time. You don't have to show the actual beavers. Like maybe there's yep, a bit more to it yeah. than just the beavers. Maybe <laughs> Matt Groening's blaming the beavers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, maybe Dan Gasnader was allergic to the clown maker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was the closest they got to an actual spinoff. Um, there was obviously they wanted to do the 22 short films mm-hmm. spinoff, which I think would have been great. Yeah, um, they've kind of gone into more spinoffs now with the the, the Disney Star shorts. Wars and the Marvel stuff. Yeah, the shorts. Yeah, I feel like now it wouldn't be that crazy if you saw there was a Simpsons spinoff. Yeah, because of the way things are now, and the way Disney Plus is, and the precedent they've set with those shorts, you actually probably wouldn't bat an eyelid. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, okay, they've done like a bunch of shorts about Chief Wiggum doing. Like, you yeah. would probably actually it wouldn't be this huge yeah, deal. It'd be like a, a Disney Plus exclusive, yeah. you wouldn't even realize until there was like nineteen of them. You're like, oh <laughs> shit, what are these? Yeah, I'm yeah. Just I mean, one afternoon, fuck you, and go. These are fine. Could, it'd be. I hope I'm not cursing the universe by putting it out there. Remember when they did that? Like. Uh, uh, chat with Homer. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what was it again? It was like Dan Castellaneta in character, like answering questions, and they were using like an AI. Yeah, it to was make like it the Simpsons like Live. Simpsons Live, uh, yeah. But right. a terrible strain on the animator's wrists. But uh, <laughs> they essentially, it was pre planned questions. It was just Dan actually reading it out live, <laughs> and he was in, yeah, like a body motion thing. But surely yeah. they could do that now with Krusty and make it like a. A talk show, or at least like a space ghost, oh, coast yeah. to coast kind of yeah. talk like, show. Oh, David Tench. Yeah. <laughs> David Tench tonight. We know how well that went. We did it. <laughs> uh, and the last one, I think this actually wasn't seriously considered. It was more just something they always talked about wanting to do. A Troy McClure spinoff, similar to the Krusty one where it would be live action. Yeah. And you had Phil Hartman playing him, which obviously would have been fucking amazing. Uh, and, what could have been? But, you know. Um, yeah, well, I've recently started watching uh, Futurama all yeah. the way through. Oh, and yeah. like that character of Zach Brannigan was supposed to have been Phil Hartman. Yeah. And like Billy West does a great job, but you're just trying to picture, like, like listen, <laughs> picture listen? Here. Uh, <laughs> 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 fucking hell. That's, uh, I think that's usurped all of Tim's <laughs> um, forgetfulness. Yeah, I'll get there one day. <laughs> I'll get there. Um, but I'm yeah. as forgetful as... Um, Oh, the dad from The Simpsons. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Phil Hartman in that role would have been perfect. Oh, like yeah. amazing. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, it's really 
It sucks. Yeah. Well, on a more positive note, this episode was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was. It was great. Any so. uh, final comments on this before we get to ratings? Um, something, because I always thought that the Lisa being replaced thing was a joke, and then I found out about the Brady Bunch variety. Yeah. Apparently. The reason why, because Yeardley Smith only has one other line in this entire mm. episode, it's because she actually had the flu. Is why, like, I think it was one of the reasons why she was kind of written out of this whole episode. Yeah, I'm wondering. Apparently, in the previous episode as well, she wasn't in it. Yeah, the previous episode is Homer's enemy. Yeah, and, and the, she doesn't have many, if any, lines. Yeah, I think her only line is "Hi," because when yeah. Homer's introducing them to the family, yeah. yeah. And she wasn't going to be in this episode at all, but then she was well enough to do like one line for it. And then she's uh, the lead of the next episode because the next episode yeah. is the Secret War of Lisa. Yes. Simpson, the last one of yeah. season eight. Yes, the episode that you'll cover oh. and then destroy the whole podcast. <laughs> blow Which is like really we haven't even looked at the fucking book. <laughs> Which is really <laughs> weird. I think it's really weird for this to be the penultimate episode of a season. Usually, this kind of thing ends a season. Mm. Whereas it's so really weird to have this episode and then like a regular episode. Yeah, to yeah. Finish it off. And so the, Murphy, you you haven't yes. read this book. Thank you. All the way to the end. Yeah, this so is the penultimate episode. And the, look at this. The pages literally are like <laughs> coming out. Um, so here we go. We've got, we've got to guess. Which character do you think they chose Ooh. this episode? I'm going to say fake Lisa. Okay. I'm going to say Big Daddy. Ooh. Big Daddy would have been an excellent choice. He's And it was. <laughs> Roland, you're correct. <laughs> he's, a, he's very funny. Mm. He's voiced by a guest star, mm. as established. Mm. Starts with a J. Mm. Um, but no, Tim's right. Lisa, fuck yes. Yeah, Um, her little speech bubble is I want candy. And I remember (laughs) as a kid being really annoyed by her (laughs) because again I didn't really get it. Yeah, it's like they've gotten rid of like this is stupid. And when she was like, it's um, not canon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's a a female reboot of Lisa. (laughs) I think when they like the bit where she's like, there he is. I yeah. just I remember like rolling my eyes, being like, "This is lame." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I remember um, doing that. Uh, you know, the special ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just <laughs> like, bad. "Oh, this is exactly what yeah. all this sixties, seventies bullshit yeah, variety yeah. hour was." And like when Marge goes, <laughs> "He's just kidding." Oh, a joke I didn't get until doing the rewatch was when yeah he jokes about Fox being too cheap to have yeah. him in a hotel, and then Marge goes, "We'd like to thank Fox and the good people at Budget Large." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do always get a kick out of We're like this all the yeah, time yeah. <laughs> I always like the uh, uh, judge It's like, like yeah. bring, bring the next offender And then gets wheeled off I was like I don't know why There's something really silly about that That I like <laughs> I feel like that must be like Was there a judge character on Laugh-In Or something like yeah. that, I, think so. I think it's just like rev, Like non sequitur kind of uh, Links between different sketches and Yeah like, oh, That was a bad joke Here's another one Kind of like Yeah that, I want that joke stricken from the record. He's the next offender. Yeah. Do you know who was one of the original dancers in Laughing? No. Goldie Horn. Oh, really? Yeah, that's Never where she got to start. Huh, hmm. There you go. Cool. Um, out of 10, what would you give this? Like an eight? Yeah? Yeah, I reckon eight. Okay. Like it's, like, it's not a nine or a ten for me, mm. but it is a very enjoyable episode. So I'd probably say an eight. Eight's where this I'm is, this is a favourite of mine. Okay. Fr- from childhood as well, because I was you know, a little nerdy kid watching a lot of TV. Yeah. I'm a nerdy adult. Watching video essays about old TV shows <laughs> I'll never watch. Uh, so I got a big kick out of this. I, I like all the spin-offs. So I'm going to give this a perfect nine. Hey. <laughs> well, you know what? I went into... I knew that I liked this episode, but I never really thought of it as maybe a favourite. Mm. But when I rewatched it, I was like, this is so good. Again, probably like just appreciating a lot more of it now. Yeah. Like even though I liked the PI segment and the Love Medic segment as a kid, mm. I now like getting the irony more and getting yeah. the parodies more is it a lot more like satisfying i'm gonna go 9.25 
That is oddly specific. <laughs> wow. I felt like nine and a half was too much. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, but yeah, there you go. Um, Fucking, can we, can we get a replacement Murphy in the next episode? <laughs> Murphy, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on this podcast. Love doing it. Uh, just follow me on the, on, the, on the socials at Mr. Timothy Clark anywhere. And hey, keep an eye on me. Keep, keep an eye on me. Keep an eye on me. <laughs> Roland, take it away. <laughs> keep an eye uh, on me. Keep an eye on me too on the socials. Twitter, I guess, at Rolando Hoffman. And then I've started using Instagram more recently. Okay. Not often. Okay. I mean, because I was doing a, I went, I was, I saw a bunch of World Cup stuff, and so yeah. I, I most mostly on the Instagram to for that. Since that's finished, I'm not really on there anymore. But uh, at Rolando, Ro, at Roland Hoffman eighty nine, I am on there. So you should if you just want to. every time uh, there's a World Cup, load up your Insta every, every few years. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. You can find all my stuff at murphymclaughlin.com. Uh, chuck the pot a rate and review. Uh, and as we always say here. On Murph Stabbing. Boy! <laughs> You're getting better at that. Not as good as Tim Bobby from before. <laughs> <laughs>